Girlfriend, hello. Hello. You know what day it is. It's recording day and we made it. We made it. Guys, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but at the end of a week when you're just like, yeah, I did that. I'm here. Yes. That was this week. That was this week for us, I think, right? Which is why, <laughs> sweet dear listener, we do not have a research episode for you today. No. We actually will probably release this episode as like a special treat or something. Like this yeah. is not probably a regular feed app. Um, but we have really good reasons for not having a research episode. Sarah, tell the people what the actual hell you were doing last night. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to pop my ego to fit into this room right now because I I need a big drum roll here. I met Mr. Patrick Hines in person. From True Crime Obsessed for like the two people listening that have not like, why are you even listening to this podcast if you have not listened to True Crime Obsessed? I don't know. Turn but. us off right now. Go listen to every episode. Join their Patreon. The- True Crime Guys, Obsessed. you know Sarah and I are Lady <laughs> Pates at the Five for True Crime Obsessed. Yes. Um. So we – yeah. Okay. So last night I went into the city. Um, Patrick's traveling book tour was mm-hmm. at the Howard Theater last night in D.C. And – Oh my God, you guys, it was so, like, it was just, it was so amazing. It, yeah. Honestly, um, like, just being able to, like, be around, like, our people mm-hmm. and just to get to hear, like, what Patrick, you know, had to say and, like, the advice that he gave. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just, like, I cannot speak more highly of it. So, yeah. it was amazing. And- Guys, I was not there because I have a cold, so I was supposed to be there. I got Sarah VIP tickets to the book tour for Christmas. Um, You know know who stood in my place? You know who took our girl Sarah out on this date into D.C.? Tell the people. Liz. Liz! Liz. Showing up for a big city adventure, meeting Ms. Patrick Hines Mm -hmm. at the book tour. Liz is now a fan, which I love so much huge fan Liz um I have to tell this little story because it, I just think it's like so perfect so um when M said that she couldn't go obviously of course like I was super excited to do this as like you know sisters and have like a little night out on the town yeah um I was like ordering us the uber black cars to take us into the city she really was she was like do we need mini prosecco bottles for the car I'm like, i did yeah Girl. so of course like super bummed that M couldn't make it um unfortunately this time of year in this area just breeds germs and colds and having two littles at home okay. probably doesn't gremlins help. Mm-hmm. at home yeah yeah um, so I was telling Liz and Mike that, um, you, you know, you couldn't go and I was like, you know, I don't, I don't know. Should I still go? You know? And Liz just stepped right up to the plate. <laughs> now, mind you, like Liz has not been into the city in like a very long time. Since Bill Clinton was inaugurated as president. <laughs> Probably since like the Caps game, but sure. Um, and like she, she was just so excited. Like we had the best time. Obviously, of yeah. course, M, you were missed, but um, no, I'm so glad you guys went. I was like living vicariously through y'all. The pictures are so good. We're, I mean, 
excuse me, have you posted them on the Sister Stick Aside Instagram page? Okay, I haven't, and I'm sorry. That is on my to-do list okay. for today. But Great. can I? we just talk about the shout-out video that you got? Like, okay. do you want to tell Sarah the people? went and met Patrick, right, and told Patrick, like, oh, my gosh, my sister, I love you so much, but she can't be here. She's cold. And they Patrick filmed a little video, and they sent it to me of being like, oh, gosh, like, hey, girl, we miss you. And I loved it so much. It meant so much to me. And Sarah came back with merch and mm-hmm. just, like, all this good stuff. So I totally felt like I was there and a part of it and just so happy that you had fun and you met our, like, podcast inspiration. <laughs> Yeah, so um, for those who don't know, so Patrick started the Obsessed Network, mm-hmm. which is a Indeed. podcast network that hosts a bunch of shows, actually, um, but originally started with TCO. Mm-hmm. True Crime Obsessed. Yeah. True Crime Obsessed, sorry. Um, so as a young podcast ourselves, um, <laughs> I got a chance to ask um, to ask him, like, what advice would you give – a new mm-hmm. podcaster, right? Or someone like yeah. just starting out. And I thought his answer was really cool. His answer was, um, just do it. Yeah. What, however yeah. it is now, just start. Whatever your podcast is now doesn't mean that's what it's going to be in a year mm-hmm. or two years. It probably won't be what it is in two years, but just start. Like, just do it. Yeah. Right? Which I thought was a really cool – I mean, how many times have we – I know. Like, oh, like, what are we doing? Like, (laughs) do we belong here? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Um, And he was so, I mean, he was so nice. Yeah. Um, And so generous and so genuine. And yeah, the Godfather spoke, you guys. Well, and I just feel like, and now I'm just going to like totally put you on the spot here. But I just wanted to like, as we're talking about this, like, so True Crime Obsessed I mean, really is, like, number one, the reason why Sarah and I are doing this podcast. A hundred percent. But, like, bigger than that, like, I kind of see it as, like, a big reason why Sarah and I kind of, like, came back together as adults. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know. Like, I just want to share that, I guess, with the people listening and with you. And, obviously, we don't have to publish this episode if we don't want to, (laughs) if we don't want to, like, get that, like, vulnerable. But, you know, like, obviously growing up, Sarah, we were, I mean, we were close. Like, we were sister, like, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, like, as kind of young adults, we, you know, weren't as close. Like, I got married pretty young. I was having kids. You were, like, doing the career thing and, like, all of that. And, you know, we just, we just weren't as close as we were before. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll never forget. Like, I, so I found True Crime Obsessed, the podcast first. and. Mm-hmm was listening to it and like one day out of the blue Sarah was like hey like do you have any good like music or podcast recommendations and I'm like okay and I'm like going back and forth and I was like do I tell her to listen to this or not this is like a little much it's you know and I'm like okay well here's my favorite podcast it's called true crime obsessed Mm -hmm. you should listen to it and Sarah what episode did I tell you to listen to first you told me to listen to their coverage of Wiener first so like how fitting that (laughs) Wiener was our first ep Anthony Wiener right (laughs) and I have to add just to to jump in on that. Yes. So you did that right before the pandemic. Yes. That's what, yes. Remember? Mm-hmm. You yes. had done that right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about 2020 and the mm-hmm. you know, COVID-19 and the pandemic, all I hear are Patrick and Jillian. Yes. Because that's all I listen to for yeah six months, eight months. Mm-hmm. I mean, however long to like 
you know, listen to all their episodes and then we join their Patreon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. to listen to. So, well, so, yeah. and like, and yes, like they, like their podcast kept us company during the pandemic a hundred percent, but like it also like allowed you and I to connect about something. hundred oh, percent. When we couldn't be in person together and we were just kind of like forging this new like adult relationship between the two of us and, and like over like our love of like how silly this podcast was and like how interesting we found the cases. And I mean, it's really what inspired like us to start our own podcast because yeah. we used to keep like, remember, like a running notes list, a shared yes. like note between us on our iPhones about all the big cases like Michael Peterson, Scott Peterson, Serial, all of that, where we would like share and like type in our thoughts and like oh my god here's what i thought about this here's what i thought about this and then that's i mean this was this what this podcast our podcast was born out of so it just like felt really full circle that like last night you were there and like met them and i just i don't know really believe in like the power of this kind of media and entertainment uh-huh. to like bring people together because it brought you and i together in a way that like is kind of hard for me to like comprehend. So a thousand percent. <laughs> I'll oh, leave yeah. it there. <laughs> I know. Well, but like, and too, I think like your point about like listening to the podcast during the pandemic, like I think so much, like we always, like I always joke, like I feel like everyone has this. You have like what I call a comfort episode of a podcast. Oh my gosh. Love. Yeah. Anthony Weiner is my comfort episode of TCO. I'm sorry. I listen to it all the time. And like, it's just like, I was listening to, and I'm going to try not to cry. I was listening to Anthony Weiner when, you know, my son was unexpectedly brought to the NICU when he was born. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I just, it just like takes you back there. Like I, God, oh my gosh, you know, my oldest was born in 2020. So mm-hmm. we were alone in the hospital. Um, it was back when things were really locked down. I wasn't even allowed in the NICU. I met my son by them, like, holding him up to the window so I could see him for the first time. Like, all of these things, right? All of these huge Mm -hmm. emotions. And I went back to my hospital room. They, like, wheeled me back there. And obviously, like, I'm just a wreck. I'm just a total mess. And I did. I put in my headphones. And I listened to the Anthony Weiner episode on repeat all night long. I couldn't sleep. I was just a horrible yeah. wreck. And I just listened to it and, like, found so much comfort in it. Mm-hmm. It was what I listened to. You remember this. It was what I listened to the night that Tomothy had just this horrible medical emergency and was mm-hmm. taken out of our house in an ambulance and spent nights in the hospital. And yeah. that's what I was listening to, like, to help me sleep at night. I mean, just – I don't know. It was just, like, that's all, like, probably more information than all of you cared about. But, like, it just – makes me feel so connected to you and to like other people and it makes me laugh and all of that so it's just is like a good full circle moment yeah well and i mean so like i mean we used to joke like we thought your boys were going to come out thinking patrick was their dad because you listened to them so much while you were pregnant right um but i think like to your point like it's that sense of community that you know, true crime obsessed, but not even like just TCO. Yeah. I mean, like the OWD community, right? Mm-hmm. Like the obsessed network community. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's a community, right? Um, yeah. When we launched Sisters Take a Side, we, you know, mentioned it to our TCO friends. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, the, the outpouring of like just love and support yeah. and like, oh my God, you go girl. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah. Mean, and I think that is the hallmark of, like, a truly great podcast. And I think that's what we, yeah. you know, I, 
I can't even say right now. Strive to be. No, I think like, I think it's okay to say that. Like we hope we bring some comfort and community to you guys that are listening. Um, that would, that would be so like amazing to me. Right. If that was the case. Yeah. To everyone except the guy on Instagram who said he thinks I'm cute. I, you creep me out a little, sir. I don't, Sarah's making a face at me. Betty, cut that. <laughs> no, it was creepy. Don't do that, guys. That's weird. I, Please, I think I'm listening. He, well, okay. If you're listening, hi. That was weird. Don't do that. I wish you guys could see Sarah's face right now. I'm going to have to cut that, aren't I? You're going to have to cut that entire part. I will find you the time stamps to cut that. No, I'm not cutting it. Don't be creepy on the internet, people. Okay. Anyway, um, so in the spirit of like hopefully creating a community, um, and because we did not research a case this week, we thought- No, excuse me. Do not look. You. It was your turn. You, Sarah Elizabeth, did not research a case this week. Don't- Fine. Don't worry. I did not research a case this week. Also, by the way, I'm like coming down from being sick last week. Here we go. Anyway- I'm coming down from reading Mildred Mohammed's amazing autobiography. Okay? I just had I just spent weeks immersed in the goddamn fucking DC snipers. Don't even with me. Okay. Well, in that spirit, we decided <laughs> that we would go out on um Instagram and ask people if they had any questions. Because you know, no. why not spend the next forty minutes talking about ourselves? I know. Um, so weird. Well, what kills me is that people actually wrote in my questions. No. Like, like, so what? nice. So, yeah, we just have a couple questions. We'll just kind of, like, go through, I guess. So, yeah. Okay. First question of the mm-hmm. day. Um, <laughs> This is hilarious. Are you two actually sisters? <laughs> nope. I just found her on the side of the street. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her meme. What? Yes. We yes. are indeed actually sisters emily believe it or not has known me her entire life indeed and sarah has only spent 20 months of her life without my sweet sweet presence by her <laughs> side. so yeah sarah is 20 months older than i am we are actually sisters as far as we both know unless liz and mike got something to share liz and mike now is the time Now's not the time, listen, Mike. You carry this lie to your grave. <laughs> so, okay. Well, we always joke that Emily was like dropped off by the milkman. No, because... God, it's hilarious because I'm cuter than you and our brother. That's why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's enough. Um, okay, here's an easy one from someone else. Uh, team mornings or team nights? Ooh. I am definitely a morning person, I think. 100%. Team mornings. This is not a question. If I am not in bed by 7 p.m., I, uh, just ugh, next next question i what yeah are we, what are we even doing okay um do you ever get scared by any of the true crimes you talk about if so which ones Ooh, Ooh great question i mean i feel like i say this almost every episode so y'all know this by now i don't do the kid stuff guys i don't do it so yeah. like truly what scares me things like chris watts um josh powell I, that stuff like sends an absolute shiver up my spine in a way that, like, I just can't. I can't Anthony. Con- yeah, that weirdly, I feel differently about that. I don't like. I've been able to like listen to podcasts about like Casey Anthony. I have just some kind of like mental block about men that like 
Like family annihilators, basically. It just mm. – I don't know. I cannot consume that kind of true crime media. The other thing I will say, and like this actually, Sarah, might surprise you. You probably don't know this about me. I can't do true crime cases about fires. I have like this real really? fear. Yeah. I have this real fear of like house fires, of something – like basically of like a fire happening in our home – and, like, what would I do? And, like, would I be able to save everyone I need to save? So I also avoid those kinds of cases because those scare me. So Yeah, I did not know that. Oh, wait. Okay, one more. Oh, <laughs> so my God. I, All right. Just, well, shit. So, Sarah, you know, um, I'm a runner. Um, so oh, I'm God. often out early in the mornings, sometimes by myself, <laughs> sometimes with some friends. Um, but I – get really freaked out hearing about those cases about runners who have been abducted and just horrible things happening to them. That's really hard and scary to hear about. Um, Mm -hmm. I think like a lot of women, um, I'm, I can be pretty affected by those stories in the news. You know, when I'm out running after that, I, you know, it's hard not to like be looking over my shoulder the whole time. So I'll stop there because I could probably sit here and think about this and tell you a hundred thousand things I'm scared about. I don't know. I'm like, um, do we need like a new podcast? Like, can we talk about cats or something? <laughs> I don't know. Holy shit. Um, um, what about you? What are do you ever get scared of any of the true crime cases you talk about? Well, this is gonna make me sound like a psychopath, but not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah. will tell you though. I don't know. I don't. It must have been like high school. Mm-hmm. Somehow I learned about Jeffrey Dahmer at a very young age, like Just an age I shouldn't inappropriately have. young age. Was yeah. Mike? Was Mike telling you about Jeffrey Dahmer? No, I, I want to say it was like a high school psychology class, or like, mm-hmm. like it was something. But I found out that he maybe I was watching something. I don't know. Anyway. That he would, like, put people in, like, barrels of acid and, like, then eat them. And I don't know why, but, like, that has, like, always stuck with me. (laughs) I mean, I've never been able to forget it. And, like, that, that scares me. (laughs) Not your jam. I, yeah. That's, Um, I mean, but other than that, not really. Because, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm more fascinated by, like, what makes them Mm-hmm. I'm more fascinated by the mechanics of it and like what makes someone create um, do an act of true crime. I don't. Know if that's worded so poorly, um, but commit a crime. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. But yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything like there's a, a, a Jeffrey Dahmer maybe, but like now that I'm older, yeah, less you know. worried about being. Placed you know. in a barrel and eaten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. Our next question came in. Who, who were your celebrity crushes? Do you have any celebrity oh, crushes? Um, <laughs> pretty much any of the, like, Disney Channel like, actors. <laughs> oh, you're back going, in the day when oh, we watched going, like, way back. Okay. Way back. Um, Justin Timberlake, maybe. What? Oh, Aaron Carter for sure. When I was younger. Oh, hmm, yeah. I don't know. All right, P. Um, what okay. about you? 
Um, I was really a fan of um, Robert Pat Patterson. Pattinson. Pattinson. Oh my god, Twilight. What do you mean? Oh my god, from Twilight. Yeah, from fucking Twilight. Wow. Um, okay. Loved me a good Twilight book. Loved me some Robert Pattinson. I have to say though, if we're talking about like celebrity crushes now, speaking of Twilight, um, Kristen Stewart. I mean, like. I'm straight, married to a man happily, but like, I'm sorry. Did y'all see Kristen Stewart in Charlie's Angels? The remake? Did remake? you? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. I didn't know you were over here watching Charlie's Angels, the remake. What? She, she looked great, guys. She looked great. So. You've never seen Who are you? You haven't seen that? That came out like two years no. ago. And it's really good. It, no. Yeah. No, there's only one Charlie's Angels. I'm sorry. No. Okay. Well, so there you have it. Um, <sighs> Twilight for Emily and Aaron Carter for Sarah. This is weird. We're gonna, are we going to publish this episode? I don't not? know. <laughs> um, what would your last meal be? So you're on death row. Mm. What would your last meal be? Jesus. Oh, man. You were talking about beef stroganoff earlier today. <laughs> I know. I'm, not- <laughs> I'm going over to Liz and Mike's for dinner tonight. Are um, they making beef stroganoff? They're making beef stroganoff. <laughs> Tell me you're the oldest child. I'm not telling yeah, you you're the you're oldest child. God, Jesus. Um, excuse me. I had to drive one of your children home today. <laughs> okay. He gave me those sad puppy eyes. Little Sprinkle. We were leaving, hanging out with his Rara, his Aunt Sarah today, and he did not want to get in my car to go home. He wanted Rara to drive him home, and he cried and batted his big blue eyes at her and immediately rah-rah was like oh, okay sure no problem. i folded like a cheap suit guys i'm not, I'm not she even did. ashamed to admit so i don't come at me about that that was your fault i was ready to throw him in my car and be like tough shit <laughs> did you see the way he looked at I, me i couldn't okay <laughs> um last meal mm. can we have like courses like do i get an sure. app an entree and a dessert yeah go for it girl and drinks i'm um, yeah okay Appetizer round. Okay, we don't have all day here. Appetizer <laughs> round. I want crab dip. Okay, with a spicy margarita. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you so far. In queso and chips. Okay. Entree. I want <clears throat> mom's meatballs. Okay. Homemade mac and cheese. Oh no, honey baked ham store. Mac oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And tacos. All right. No yeah. chicken quesadilla. Yeah, okay. Chicken quesadilla. Sarah likes a good app sampler. Oh, I fucking love an app sampler. I, I fucking love an <laughs> app sampler. Um, and then I want a big glass of red wine with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then for dessert, I want my cheesecake, my pumpkin small yeah. cheesecake that I make for Thanksgiving um, with like an Irish coffee. What, a lot of alcohol, my guy. <laughs> I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> Why not? What else? I guess. Why not? What's your last meal? Well, you know I'm like a breakfast brunch girl, so I'm for sure having. Oh man. See, I see. So okay. I'm for sure, and and coffee. So like I don't drink alcohol, so coffee is like my jam. So I'm having. Uh, oat milk latte for sure, vanilla, caramel, like the whole, the works, right? I'm having eggs Benedict, 100% home fries, a waffle with syrup. Like I am doing it. a donut. Come like, on. Yeah. That's what I'm doing for sure. 
For sure, for sure. Here's a question. Do you think, like, do you think I could come in and have your last meal with you? That's like emotional support before oh like at like oh okay uh sure yeah you're welcome to come to my last meal because that sounds really good that's not good yeah i, I so love a good brunch the morning and then schedule mine for the evening oh for <laughs> well i don't want yours no offense well you would already you, you want to oh because i'd already be dead oh <laughs> <laughs> wow you would be able to sit there and enjoy mom's meatballs and a glass of red wine while i'm just dead I'm just well, gone. I, mean, I would cry, but oh, she'd cry, guys. Okay, what better great. to get yourself through it than with mom's meatballs? I mean, come, and her red sauce. Come on. I mean, come on. There's no, nothing I'm not, better than that. I'm not right. recording myself sharing an opinion about that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. Okay, all right, Emily. Next. next question. Um, what did you like best about studying criminal justice? And do you think studying mm. criminal justice, um led to you liking true crime i don't know i always like tell people like who ask like well why did you get a criminology degree i'm like well because i liked watching law and order and that's basically true um what (laughs) yeah my favorite part like i was really into like all the law stuff like i thought a lot about you know this obviously going to law school so to me like that was my favorite part of studying criminal justice um I don't, is it what I, mm, yeah, I guess that's probably what like started my interest in true crime is that like, Mm -hmm. I like reading about court cases and, um, all of that. Um, little fun fact, if I could have been anything, I wanted to, um, be one of those people that provides advice on how to pick a jury, like a jury consultant. I think that is so fascinating. You would be so good at that. So good at that. So, Yeah. Yeah. You'd be super good at that. Okay. Okay. Um, um, okay, here's another one for you. Okay. Um, okay. I, okay. I kind of like this one. What is your sister's superpower? Oh, and then I want to answer gosh. that too. Okay. Um, so I tell you this all the time. Um, but you are truly, quite frankly... Just the strongest person that I know. Like, oh, say her. <laughs> life can throw you 1,000 curveballs all at the same time or, like, all within, like, 15 minutes of each other. Like, you'll have things happening at lightning speed and you're just like, yeah, okay. Like, I got this. <laughs> like, sure. Okay. That's kind. Oh, and now, little sprinkle, you want a grilled cheese? Got it. Done. No problem. <laughs> you are just – you are the strongest person I know and I – um. I don't know anyone who could go through the things that you have in life and come out as amazing as you are. Girl, thank you. Gosh. And okay. I'm just now I have to change the subject because now I'm like <sighs> overwhelmed. Um, Do you want me to ask another question? Well, no, I have one to answer about you. Oh, God. Okay. Guys, we told you we were just going to talk about ourselves for 40 minutes. Yeah, I don't, I mean, no one's still listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Sarah's superpower. Okay. I had two in mind and like one, I'm afraid to say, cause I, I think you're going to take it as like not a nice thing, but I really mean it as a nice thing. Do you want me to say that one first? <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I'll, obviously I'll cut it if you're like, Ew, don't put that out in the world. So I think one of like your best qualities is that like you 
<laughs> you are not someone that speaks their mind like willy nilly. <laughs> like Sarah is not someone that like needs to fill the void with like her own voice or like her own opinions on things. And as someone who needs to fill the void with her own voice and opinions on things, <laughs> I really admire that about you because like you are so diplomatic and like you are able to resist the urge to like prove that you're right or like say your side of the story mm-hmm. Do you, you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. and yeah. I hope you don't take this as a bad thing because I really no. truly like admire that in you like you are very measured and calm in a way that I admire and I think is really rare in today's world where like everyone and their brother wants to like spout off their opinions about everything mm-hmm. and like you just don't do that <laughs> thanks em yeah and then like my one that i thought that was like fine and that i'll i'll cut the other one if you want me to but is that like you're just the most empathetic person i know like you empathize with strangers people you know in a way that like i don't think i've ever seen someone do before and i think that is one of your superpowers oh Oh, we're so nice (laughs) such good people i mean Okay, well, so Um, here's, let's, should we wrap up with, like, a kind of relevant, one relevant one? Yeah, probably, right? Okay. I love this question, too. I might have put this question on our list. This might have (laughs) been someone who wrote this in. What is one true crime case you would love to see solved? Ooh. um, Okay, I'm totally... Because I have been thinking about this since last night. So okay. someone actually asked Patrick this question too. Oh, Last okay. night at the book tour. Believe it or not, he said Sneha Phillips. Shut up. No, Dead he serious. didn't. Listen to this. So he – Did you tell him to listen to Sister Take a Side? I gasped. <laughs> I had an audible gasp that could have been heard all the way back here from oh D.C. Like, and, and and it's so funny. Liz, like, did the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. We, like, looked at each other. We we're like, oh, my God. Like, totally freaking out. Oh, my God. So he's explaining the case, right? So for, like, people who didn't know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And I'm, like, nodding along. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right? Because we oh just God. covered this. Yes. Then I found out. Then he said, okay, do you know the website? I'm going to totally butcher this. Post secret. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So – on the one-year anniversary of 9-11, mm-hmm. they received a postcard that said, everyone who knew me on September 10th, 2001, thinks I'm dead. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I want to figure that out. I want to know what happened. I If, if I could <sighs> – be a so fly good. on the wall if I could solve it. That's the one, especially because we covered it, and I think it's the most so solvable. Um, okay. Can I tell you one more? Yes, 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 yes. Lacey Peterson, girl. Lacey Peterson is solved. Mm, is it? No. Sarah, I want to hear him say he did it. Yeah. I don't I think want he, to hear – he said he did it. I want to hear why – like I, how, I want you wanna, to hear yeah. – I, I need – I want to know. Because there's like holes in the case for there you. There are massive holes to me. Wow. What a hot take that sister's taken. Yeah. That's that's my okay. side. Okay. What are yours? Okay. This, this is, is such a good question. Isn't this fun? Okay. Yeah. So I guess I this makes me and like every other person on the face of the earth, I need to know what happened to Maura Murray. 
Really? I need to know what happened to Maura Murray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I I have I have to know what happened to her. And then in this <laughs> Okay, don't make fun of me. I need to know who killed John Bonet Ramsey. Her brother. For no. sure, her brother. Oh, allegedly, dude, he sues people. Sorry. Stop. Don't, yeah. Sorry. Allegedly, in my opinion, dude, my opinion is that no, it was a terrible accident, and her parents covered it up. No, they didn't want to no lose. way. I don't believe that for a second. I think an intruder did it. What? Yes. Oh, are we going to cut to us covering this case next week? <laughs> yeah. Cut to cut to you asking me what we're doing next week, and I'm going to say shopping. Except I can't because it's like kid stuff, and you know how I feel about that. I know. But yeah, those are the two. Like, I just need, I need to, I need to know. I have to know. Like, wow. I think sometimes, like, when when I die and whatever's going to happen to me, I end up at those pearly gates. I'm banging down the door and being like, "Look, I, I need to, <laughs> Maura, Jean Bonnet, you up here? I need to know what happened." To you. Oh my god! Like, I just, okay. yeah, I did not expect you to say those two. I feel like those are like really like typical ones, though. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Um, can we talk about one more thing before we Yeah, before we wrap hang this, this up? Bad boy up. Um, so when we were talking about this earlier today and I said this is what we should be discussing on our podcast. Okay. I've already um, forgotten. Adnan. Mm. Okay. We can cut this if you don't like it. No, let's no no no, no we'll go for it. So I guess for so you're talking about Adnan Syed, yeah. who was convicted of killing Heyman Lee, um, and this case was covered on the podcast Serial. For yes, those of you that live under a rock, yes, okay, correct. <laughs> um, so we all know he is out. He was released. Yeah, the prosecution released him. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I don't know the legalese there, but the prosecution like dropped their case against him basically, and he was released from from prison. Yes. And um, Heyman Lee's family, obviously and understandably, want that to be appealed. And we were talking this morning. We yeah. were, you know, at, there's a, there are a lot of people. This is a very polarizing case yeah. for those who, who don't know it. And I think you and I have talked about maybe covering it. There's Dude, that, so that's much there, all, guys. Yeah, that's all you. I. Oof, it's been covered yeah. so many times. That we would essentially be regurgitating a lot of serial, mm-hmm. a lot of TCO. I mean, any other podcast you've listened to on it, we'd be regurgitating a lot of the same information, probably. However, um, you know, a lot of people feel that um, there needs to be justice for for Hay, and you and I have talked about this in other cases too. Mm-hmm. How. If something were to happen to one of my loved ones or one of your loved ones, right? Mm-hmm. I even asked mom and dad this um, when they watched the Stephen Avery documentaries. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is it justice if the actual, let's say for argument's sake, the actual wrong person is behind bars? Is it still justice? No, of course not. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think why, so either. Yeah, I mean, like, people say, like, oh, justice for Hay and, and, you know, Adnan being released is not justice for Hay. And I come back to that and say, but it's not justice for Hay if, if the wrong person is behind bars either. And, you know, it, it is really interesting, though, because I was listening to um, the prosecutor's podcast. They did, mm-hmm. um, like, an episode when Adnan, um, Adnan, sorry, was released from 
prison and, you know, and they both actually had really interesting like views on it about what an like unusual thing for the prosecution to do because now at this point, and this makes me really sad, like they really can't bring charges against anyone else. Right. Because the prosecution who would bring new charges against, say, John Smith, all that that person's defense attorney would have to do is say, well, for the last 20 years, you and Jay Wilds told all of us, testified in court, presented evidence that Adnan Syed did this. Right? Like, that's all right. that person would have to do. And, like, that didn't occur to me until, you know, Brett and Alice on the Prosecutor's Podcast were sure. talking about it. And I was that's like, oh, my God. Point. They're 100% yeah. right. They are. And so in some ways I am kind of like, wow, like, I don't know that her family will ever get justice. And and that, I mean, that, like, devastates me for them. Oh, for sure. 100%. But to your point, it's also not justice if the wrong person is sitting in jail. No. And I think, like, and I think that's what is so frustrating. Like, maybe, the, you know what? I, I take back my, or I'm going to add to. Okay. I want to know what happened to Heyman Lee. Yeah. Yeah. That's the case. Because... Because I think what was done 20 years ago was a massive disservice to our legal system, to both families involved, yeah, uh, to everyone involved. I mean, I just think like – because you're right. Like her family is never going to get justice no. at this point. So can yeah. I understand them saying we'll put him – you know, appeal it? I guess – well, but it's pro- still not justice, in my well, opinion. But, like, again, from their point of view, again, remember, this was the prosecution that released him from jail, right? They're the ones that, like, dropped the case against him. And so I, I feel like if I was his family, I'd be like, um, excuse me, prosecution, for the last 20-plus years, you've been right. telling me you had the right guy, and now all of a sudden you're coming back and telling me you don't? Like, I would be pissed i would have questions and like not only like are you telling me no you don't have the right guy you're also not saying we don't have the right guy but here i here he is i i do have the right guy over here right like it's not that there's been dna evidence that has pointed directly to one other person right like Mm -hmm. nothing that concrete so I think her family has every right to be pissed. And I think oh, Adnan's yeah. family has every right to be pissed that he has most likely been incarcerated wrongfully <clears throat> for the last yeah. 20 plus years. Like, I think, as my friend Sarah would say, multiple things <laughs> can be true at one time, right? Like, I think yeah, I agree. justice has not been done any way, shape, or form. But I do think that because the prosecution has come out and, and been the ones that you know, sought Adnan's freedom that limits their ability to pursue justice moving forward. A thousand percent. Where if it was like the defense that had won, you know, Adnan's freedom. Sure. The prosecution could try again. Sure. Sure. Do you think with it being the prosecution who let him, who released him, do you think that holds... To, so to your point, the prosecution up through this point has said yeah. this is the person who did it. And now they're saying this is not the person who did it. Essentially, they're letting yeah. him go. So like let's yeah. for argument's sake say, well, now they're saying he's not the person who did it. Would you as the family say then to your logic, well, then it can't be him. So who is it? Yeah. I, I would be – like, yeah, I would I – would, if that was my daughter, if Heyman Lee was my daughter, I'd be 
in the prosecutor's office and saying, great. So this tells me you've got another guy in right. the next room that you're about to arrest for this. Right. If you are letting the person that was found guilty by a jury of his peers go, you're, you, you better tell me you've got a guy right next door that you know for sure did it. Like, I, And I guess that's where I find it difficult is that Adnan was released – and, like, truly, I believe, rightfully so, I believe he's innocent, mm-hmm. but a court of law found him guilty. And you, you see what I mean? And that... <sighs> yes, but, like, how many times has a court of law found an innocent person guilty? No, I mean, yes, obvious, 100%. But I just I just sympathize with Hayes' family. Oh, sure. I'm not saying, like... Yeah. I don't... No, I don't think... I think they deserve... As, you know, all the sympathy in the world, I think, you know, they deserve all of the empathy in the world, yeah. right? Like, I'm not taking that away from them, but I'm just curious, like, do you think, and this is, I think, a stupid question. I think we can all answer this, but, like, does do does the emotional side of it take precedence over mm. your logical side? I think as a family member, as a parent especially – it would be hard not to let sure the emotional part of it overtake that logical part of your brain that says like, well, we don't want an innocent person in jail. Sure. Um, and two, like I think, I think all the time about like they never asked for their daughter's case to become literally mm. the most well-known true crime case in the history the of this, like true crime podcast yeah, for everyone. I mean, yeah, like, no, I feel 100%. horrible for them when I think about that. Like. Well, and like, I don't know. And this is now I'm just, we're just going off the rails here. But like, you know, like English is not their native language. They, they, you know, immigrated to this country and they, I don't know. I just, so sometimes I wonder like. Do you think they were taken advantage of? I mean, I don't even know if taken advantage of because like they haven't participated in any of like the media around this case. But I just. To be in a country where maybe you don't fully understand the justice system and. Don't I? I don't want someone on the internet to be like, oh, "Are you saying immigrants don't understand?" No, but like, I'm just trying to like empathize. Yeah. Like, you're in a country where maybe you don't fully understand the legal system. You don't speak the language. Something just horrible, horrible. The worst thing happens to your child, and it becomes a media sensation like we've never seen before. Like, how yeah. terrifying and like upsetting that is. And and like, her family didn't ask for this media attention. You know? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I don't know. I so I just feel bad for everybody. And like I feel bad for Adnan who probably has spent yeah. twenty plus years in prison for a crime he probably did not do. Like, I know. Ugh. I could talk about this with you for hours, so like I I, I know. We have to go we have to wrap this up. But yeah. No, but I, I just yeah, I thought it was interesting. It was totally like fit our Yeah thing. Um For sure. Yeah, I guess stay tuned. Maybe we'll uh Dude, that's all you. I can't. I can't. We just do it together. <gasps> would that be fun? I think that would be so fun. Okay, we'll think about it. Because right. that's the other thing. Yeah, thought. like one of us can't like pretend like we don't know about cereal right. and like. <laughs> no. <sighs> but I have been having fun doing cases where like you haven't known about. Yeah. I don't know. We'll. Well, let us know. We'll Write in. It. Tell us. Which so that's yeah. We people. Yeah. How can people get in contact with us, Sarah, if they want to chat with our beautiful faces? Oh my God, that's such a great question. Well, um, there's a couple <laughs> of different things you can do. Um, you can find us on 
Instagram. Um, we do not have any other social media right now because we're having a hard enough time keeping up with Instagram. So yeah, you man. can find us at Sisters Take Aside underscore podcast. Correct. <laughs> Sisters Take Aside underscore podcast on Instagram. Or you can send us an email, which we absolutely love. Um, and that email address is sisters.take.a.side at gmail.com. Okay, I have to – I just have to – so Liz just sent us in a group chat a picture of – I cannot even make this up – of JonBenet Ramsey and Katy Perry about Shut the, up. like, conspiracy theory that, like, Katy Perry is actually JonBenet Ramsey. Shut mom, up. I'm not kidding. And mom just said, has anyone heard of this? Question mark. Liz. Liz. <laughs> Liz, Liz you're a national treasure. treasure. We love you. <laughs> okay. Oh, my well, God. That note, I have to go to tell Liz that – Katy Perry is not <laughs> Speaking of which, we have merch coming in this week. We do. We have um, – Mike <laughs> made us Sisters Take Aside Mike. hats. So we now have T-shirts and hats. And, and no one has asked for this. No. Except us. Except so, us. That's fine. Right. Okay. We have to, we have to right. go. What are we We're even done. doing? Okay. I don't know. Um, I'm Emily. <laughs> and I'm Sarah. And this is Sisters Take Aside. <laughs>